Hello and welcome to the Orca Pod, Sydney Survivor, episode five. It's going to be a big podcast. We're covering a lot of stuff because we've got two boots to talk to. We've got two, a big trial, a big twist to talk about. And look, spoiler alert, if you don't know what happened on the weekend, if you haven't seen the footage as yet, turn off now, come back later once you got to look at it because we've got a very special guest joining us today on the Orca pod. Um, you know, uh, it was a, a valiant performance, which everyone was impressed by. Uh, they took me out. You know, that's part of the game. But ultimately, I got my revenge because I outlasted Jules in Drunk Viber. How did I know that's what you were talking about? Boom. <laughs> yeah, and how did you do in the game? I lost Final Tribal Council. I came second. Yeah. To you Max, win. and I'm always happy to lose to Max. Who doesn't love Max? I would much rather play a great game and be voted out than be a losing final tribalist, just saying. I think I'd rather make the final tribal, let's be real. Um, but Jules did wonderfully blindside me. Because Drunk Five is stupid, I was able to come back in the game because it's always just ridiculous. Came back, took out her idol with an idol nullifier and got her out at six. So it was just an a great overpowered idol nullifier too. I was super overpowered. After the votes, <laughs> ridiculous. Okay, so... Now, what I was actually alluding to, so spoilers, 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 if you if you're, uh, haven't watched Melbourne with Playing With Fire finale, that's on you. Spoilers, cut now, done. We have with us, very exciting, the winner of Melbourne Survivor Playing With Fire for all his takes, uh, and I'm sure he's going to have a lot of really interesting things to say. I'm sure he's going to mention Denise like 50 times on this podcast. Welcome, the winner of Playing With Fire, John. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Um, hey John. Hey John. Hi Jules. Hi CK. Um, I, I, you know, I, I think winning playing with fire was a small achievement, but I didn't think it compares against making final travel council in Drunk Biver and taking out Jules. So you know. Oh come the on. Real champion. <laughs> come on. Whose side are you on? <laughs> Jules, admittedly, Jules was playing the best game in Drunk Biver when she was taken out, and it was an easy. It was easy to get her out. Easy because like she was going to win the whole thing. Who played better, me and Drunk Viver or Laurel? Oh, you uh, and Drunk Viver. Or Laurel and Drunk Viver or Laurel and Playing With Fire? No, more Laurel and Playing With Fire. Yeah, you and Drunk Viver. You're playing a very solid game. Um, that's why you had to go. The Okay, so we got a big episode of Sydney Survivor. We've got a big twist this week. We're going to get into a lot of that. Um, now, did anyone take notes? Did the class take notes? Okay, so hang on. Max Johnson wants to know: Are we talking drunk viber? Yes, we yes, are. Max we're about to be drunk viber champion, Max Johnson. Max is the only person I didn't betray, and then I stumped for him to win final tribal. This is how I ridiculous drunk viber. I'm the reason that you lost. Me? Yeah, because well, I, 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 I. Max I was the only person. Max played the best game. Max was the only person on the four-person final tribal council that hadn't been voted out, so he was a bit of a slam dunk. <laughs> Um, but that's the absurdity of Drunk Viva. I recommend to anyone who gets a chance to play. Okay, so you took some notes. That's good because I didn't. It was a long episode and I didn't rewatch it. But we start off the episode with some significant coverage on both tribes from the fallout of the prior vote. Um, and we've got the Reds coming back to tribal uh, and discussing the decision to vote out Lizzie. Um, and Ethan is all in 
on trying to convince Merlene and Jazz that he they're going to be like together at the merge and they should all just presumably vote out Christy at the next one. Though I don't think anyone was actually angling for that. This the Merlene Jazz Ethan uh, Matt P alliance is the weakest fucking alliance I've ever since me and Brady played a game together. Like there is no actual alliance between those four people. Well, like do, before do we, we even got to all of them talking, we had conversation with with Christy, Ethan. I think Matt was there. Um, you know, Christy was promising that yes, I'm going to go with you guys next time because they're basically telling her you're the swing vote now which she absolutely is. Mm. She's promising the boys she's going to go with them. And then she was sort of like, well, you know, I don't really trust the boys. They've been telling me what I want to hear this whole time, but the girls are super close. So I think it was a tough decision for her. Mm. So um, I, I think uh, Christy really set this up actually in the last episode when yeah, yeah. Uh, when she and Lizzie were kind of flagging to them, you know, you've, you've got out Lizzie now, like what's going to happen? Like you guys are going to have to go against each other next round. Which, when they don't technically have to go against each other next round, but she's already put it put it out there that, that they are coming for each other. So now there's that like lack of trust in that. You know, going back a few episodes, what we were saying when they were pretending that there was a divide between the two couples, but there might actually be a divide because perception is reality now. And then Christy can, can be that lone person in the middle playing each other off against each other. And like I think we, we start to see, despite on the bottom, this technically on the bottom of this tribe, it has no right have any say she's really controlling the game and i think it's just that's what those little subtle conversations she's having such as the one we see with ethan and matt it's the right move to split the pairs at that point anyway because if you don't do that and then you lose another challenge you've got some sort of two-two situation there might need to be a, a tiebreaker whereas right now you make your decision and then you've got another couple of votes to save. And then you've got the two of you, and you can always do Christy when there's down to three if that's what happens to your group. So it makes sense for everyone to keep Christy this one more. And I think everyone looks at Christy like she's a huge shield in the merge, which I think she will be. Absolutely. Like no one's going to let Christy get anywhere near that final tribal. We've seen it the first time. We know that that's the strongest point of her game. She can convince people to vote for her in the end. And, yeah, so I, I think she'll be a huge shield. I don't see her getting much further than the merge. I think she'll be too big of a shield. Yeah, I, well, I think so. I think... I, 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 I think, though, that, like, she's the perfect person, though, to, to take to around, like, five. Because, like, if you if you are a threat and you're the type of player that gets taken out, you know, early-ish merge for being a threat, you want to keep Christy. And then, you know, towards the end, you can point her out as that person you can't sit next to at Final Trouble Council and then they'll keep you over her. I, I agree I with that from right. a big player's perspective, but a smaller mm. player might be wanting to make a move, get something on their resume, and Christy's a good person to take out. If you can sit there at the end and say, I took out Christy fucking Bennett, then, yeah, that's that looks really good for you at Final Trouble. No, but, but, you know, no offence to um, everyone that's on the edge of extinction and two of which are sitting in the backstage right now listening to me, but all the big players are still there and all the lesser players are on the edge of extinction. <laughs> Don't want to say that to TK. I think he thinks himself. Yeah, I, I thought TK was your doppelganger. <laughs> okay, fine. TK is... He's actually Sam Green's top doppelganger, but yeah. And look, at this point, I mean, can we just assume that Merlene comes back because she is a challenge beast. beast. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, so yeah. my but notes for the challenge for her here say she's a boss. You're shooting be... a beast challenge. Yeah. Not like but you're a child's puzzle. Yeah. Whatever it is, I think she can do it. Yeah. 
I, I, I'm a really big fan of Elaine. Like, I, I think I've enjoyed how aggressively she's been playing. Um, you can tell she's a really big fan and she w really wants to be an active player and kind of playing against the archetype that, you know, not me, but some people like CK or Ethan might um, label with <laughs> a, a certain age bracket. But, you know, she, she's playing really well. You can tell that she's always thinking ahead. You know, she's the one going to Christy and, and saying, you know, Jazz and I were thinking of doing something next vote. Um, um, and, you know, she, she throws out that Ethan has safety with a power to pull her in. Um, I mean, I did wonder if it was a bit too late in the game to, 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 be throwing, to be throwing this, but she did say that she wanted to make it last vote and um, Jazz was the one who was a bit unsure and she didn't want to make the flip alone. Um, so I kind of wonder, like, do you think that was a good move for Merlene in terms of saying, that, like, you know, like just to throw Jazz under the bus and say, you know, I'm the one who really wanted to work with you? Or do you think that makes Christy a bit sus on, on them thinking, oh, maybe Jazz isn't really with us? Um, I think it's it's definitely a good move not to flip until Jazz is ready. Because um, mm. flipping on your own, yeah. that's just going to piss Jazz off. It's going to cause Jazz to go to whoever's left of the boys. Mm. Um, so I think that's that's definitely the right move not to flip. Whether or not she should have said it, um, she didn't say it. I didn't, it didn't come across to me like she was throwing her under the bus. It sounded more to me like she was like, look, she's my closest ally. I, you know, we're ready. We just, we didn't think it was the right time last time. Mm, yeah. So I really like what she was saying. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was it was a good move. What do you think, CK? Um, yeah, I think I think it was a, I think it makes sense um, that sort of move to bring her in there. I thought we maybe we could turn to now the Reds who are having a discussion uh, about where they're sitting before we go to the EOE and then to the challenge. Yeah. Yep. I find what's really interesting about the Reds, and I think this is the what you get from being one of these shorter games, is I do genuinely believe that the red-blue divide in the new blue has somewhat faded away because mm. playing a, a game, where, which we all have, where you sort of have a, a, a whole night before you really get into the real nitty-gritty of the, the fast tribals, you are more connected to that initial tribe because you spend a lot of actual downtime with them, which sort of mm. like the real game. Whereas here, where they all arrived, got thrown into some tribes, had two tribal councils, and then were switched, they've actually spent, I think, more time now, yeah. most likely. You don't know the breakdown, but more time, yeah. more likely, with the newer group. So yeah. I, I don't think Joseph is there, you know, pining for, for Maddie P and Jazz, you know, like he's making new connections. He's locking in with the new group. I don't think that he's desperate to get back to old red. And I think this, we ultimately saw this play out in yeah. the vote, but they're very much trying to ingratiate themselves with, with the red. And I think Joseph's identified that, you know, Lee is in a lot of trouble if they were put the twist to a side and we look at before we know what the twist is, Lee is in a lot of trouble because everyone knows about one of Shane's advantages, potentially two. Danny's sure he only has absolutely one. Danny's adamant. Uh, adamant <laughs> that he only has one. Maybe he has two. He certainly doesn't have three. That would be absurd. Um, but uh, they've got to flush that. And there's a variety of plans being discussed in that maybe we can get Shane to think it's this and not that and not use his advantage. I think all those plans are, are just like pipe dreams, I, yeah. I would have to say. Um, and the, if they went to tribal, I think Leo was just a normal tribal. I think Leo was, was probably done. 
Yeah. Would you guys have agreed with that? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, I think. Oh, no, sorry, go ahead. I was saying, I, I think you're right in that the swapped reds don't necessarily see themselves as reds. But I think the blues still really see themselves as blues. <laughs> so yeah, like that, right. like Danny, Michelle, Sam in particular are super tight. And I guess like they've got Luke sort of on the edge on the edge, but you know, yeah. still allied with him. Um, but like I don't think they see themselves as you know with red. And I think you kind of see that when um when Sam Sam kind of brings up, you know, we're losing a lot of blues like on, on the other tribe. Like, should we throw this next challenge? Because when we merge, we're gonna be down the numbers. Um, so they, they are thinking like Sam and stuff are still thinking it's a blue OG blue versus OG red thing. Um, yeah. And I think that's the, what makes this dynamic so compelling because the fact that they know Shane has the idol means that they can't afford to throw the challenge, which would be the normal thing. We've got the numbers. We'll throw the challenge. We don't really care about Leah or Shane. Maybe we like Joseph. But the fact that Shane has an idol means that like it's risky because I can't split. Uh, yeah. And I think like, that's what makes it um make this dynamic so interesting. Yeah, and in terms of the like the the tribal lines being blurred after the swap, on the mm. new red tribe, they're going to tribal and it is very us versus them. On the blue tribe, they're not having to do that. So yeah. it is easier to form those bonds when you aren't going to tribal. And then yeah. nothing unites people better than a common enemy. They all want Shane yeah. out. So that yeah. is helping Leah and Joseph come into the old blues. Now, I'm not yeah. saying that they're all the way there, but they're definitely a lot further on than... The blues were on the other tribe. Yeah. And there's a lot of positivity towards Joseph. Um, his social game is very strong. The blues there are a big fan of his. He's speaking up for Leah. And then I think there's been a bit of discussion about, you know, like they can talk about that Ethan almost went at the second tribal. And that is true until it was changed up. Ethan has an advantage that everyone knows about. So they've probably been you know, downplaying whatever relationships they have on red with Ethan, and then they look like good numbers, which Blue now need, considering they've lost all these other old Blues mm -hmm. with the the, old, the other tribe losing so many uh, challenges. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it'd be really interesting come merge to see if the dominant alliance is one tribe or whether it's old tribal lines, new tribal lines, or a combination. Um yeah, I, I'm really excited to see what happens at Merge. And I was hoping it was going to be next episode, but apparently not. Yeah. Well, I think that they probably have someone come back from the EOS. Yeah. Like Merge I'm thinking, yeah, they vote off one more person. That'll take them down to nine. And then EOE yeah. comes back. That takes them back to ten. And then Yeah, I, I, I was actually surprised that everyone was so assuming that it was Merge, so sure that it was Merge because, yeah, you assume the Merge would be at final ten, which means they have to get down to nine first. Before we move on to the challenge, I was just going to ask, what did you think about Leah's move? where she went to Luke and said, you know, Shane's got the idol, but you can use me as the decoy boot to make Shane feel safe so he won't play the idol and she so can blindside him. Like, do you think that was a good move for Leah? I think she knows that if, if, so if, the, if the old blues don't go along with the plan of trying to get Shane out, she's the target anyway. So mm. she needs to try and do something. So to suggest that, okay, tell him you're voting me, make him feel safe, but then we'll put the votes on him. It means that if he Shane does play the idol, she goes, but she was going to go anyway. Yeah. I think where the issue is is that Luke isn't 100% sure if she's telling but the truth. Most of doesn't think it was a good move. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't think it was a good move either. I'm just wondering what your thoughts are. No, I, I'm, I'm sort of thinking about it from her perspective. She's like, well, yeah. 
if we don't do something about Shane's idol, they're going to come for me. It, it, she can quite clearly see that it's going to be her. They don't want Joseph. They're talking to him a lot more. She's saying to Merlene at the challenges, it's me that's going to go. So she has to try something. Yeah. And, yeah, as Danny's saying, yeah. it's an easy out. She, I mean, she is an easy out. Um, and I, I think you want to create, you know, you could potentially do that. You could potentially create some, some you know, if Shane, if, if people are telling Shane that they're going to vote for Leah and then maybe he comes to Leah and says, hey, they're targeting you. So now it's circled back. And she could say, or oh, could you play an idol on me maybe, you know, like, and yeah. maybe he starts thinking about playing two idols. Like they don't know he's got two. I don't think they don't know he's got two. Before. So it's hard yeah. to factor that yeah. in. Yeah, I mean, my, my, my reasons why I think it's a bad move is, I guess, one, you, you never want, you still never want to be the decoy name um, if, if the real name has the idol. And I find it funny that she was really upset when Amanda made her the decoy name, but now she's in, <laughs> we would change her the idol before, but now she's just... She didn't like Amanda telling her what to do, though. Yeah. I don't think it had much yeah. to do with her being uh, the, the decoy name. But, but for me, the other thing was they're down 4-3, but they do have an idol. Or three, but Leah thinks there's only one. But I think keeping uncertainty about who the Reds will play the idol on also works best in the interest. And so, like, if you kind of think about like Haley's move when she was in the minority five four, but she had an idol, and she kind of played like the 50-50 idol, saying, you know, ooh, you don't know who I'm going to play this on. Are you going to risk it, like, on, on me, on me flipping a coin or whatever? Like, uh, you know, the difference there you... was two of them had immunity. Yeah, yeah. So it was two, it was two there was only three. two options. But, but, also, but, also, not everybody is Haley Leak. Yeah, and and Shane has watched no Survivor, and I can't imagine him like going, "Yeah, I'm going to play Russian roulette with this thing." That's a great yeah. way of playing this this move. Yeah. I don't, he's playing pretty well. Yeah, he but, is but, on but, an island by himself. But, he has no yeah. one else, but, but, but he's surviving. No he's got all the advantages. Yeah, but, but, but my, main, he's, my, he's my main reason three idols. But my main reason why I think it's bad is Luke has shown to already be sus on Leah. Like he's saying, oh, I watched her in, tr in challenges and she keeps going to her OG tribe and talking to Matt. And so he already suspects that she's more with her OG Reds than him. And then now this kind of feels a bit more extra schemey and less trustworthy. And then if I was Luke, I would rather ally with Shane, who kind of seems like a straight up loyal player, than Leah, who's like throwing her allies under the bus and stuff. And I kind of wonder like, you know, it makes her look more frantic, more desperate. And we often see that people are like, oh, I don't like this energy. But I, it's not, I, I not as if Shane is an ally of hers. Shane is someone that she has been against the whole time. No, so I don't think him? that necessarily makes her look. No, did, well, no, didn't she, she say what she said? Or did she just want to get her way? Yeah. She brought Shane in on the flip, on the on the flip to yeah. get out Amanda. It was her, him, and Joseph. Yeah. 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 Um, mm. But, you know, she's, I think she's just, I get what you're saying, and I think Luke would rather keep Shane. I just don't think that they're going to look. Luke was saying he was actually investing time in Shane. I think tough enough to crack. You get that his social yeah. game isn't super strong. He's just off on his own island, as Jules said. You know, you might it'd be hard to feel good about it because he's yeah. giving you. Like I think yeah. that's yeah. the price. I, I, I used to Shane would be more predictable, whereas Leah, you're like, you know, what is she going to do next, kind of thing. Except they she's very unpredictable player. She is, but they think Shane's savvy enough to be like fake finding <laughs> idols. That's what their perception of Shane is. Whether that's true or not, that's their perception. That's how crafty he is. Yeah. They have too much time in their hands to think, oh, maybe Shane's like thinking three, like 5D level. Yeah, yeah. They Where's don't have the that much time on their hands, though. So. He's got like, and, and they're going to frame Shane with Survivor like plays, things they've seen, things people have done in the show. 
and archetypes into that where he has no idea about any of these things. He's just he's just feeling it out. He's just going on pure gut instinct. He has no frame of reference of what he should do or shouldn't do or what's a good move and what's a bad move. And while that could be perfectly fine in a scenario where he didn't have advantages, he has all the challenges of having all, all the advantages and having to know how best to play it, which is really fascinating to watch. I actually really like it because – a super fan with all these advantages would be like trying to meta the whole thing. And I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying this whole organic, just how, how he's playing, having three advantages. Oh, I, 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 I love, love watching Shane. <laughs> I love that. Like they've got the huge text on the bottom of the screen. So it's like the whole <laughs> screen, is, screen is Shane, two idols, legacy advantage. Like you can't even see his face. It's just all his yeah. advantages. Yeah. That's because the, the text is too big, but that's a production decision. Um, but look, there's lots of production decisions that I want to talk about, but that's we'll get there. Sam said they're both so sketchy to me, wild cards for sure. And then uh, Sam agrees with Luke, and then uh, Danny agrees with Sam. Like, they're still tight. These four blues are just yeah, exactly. tight in the chat. <laughs> um, so we go to the edge of extinction. Uh, JT still, uh, he's not salty about being voted not out. Not salty. Uh, he, he got a chance to rekindle his budding romance with Lizzie. Um, I love them together. They're so fun. Uh, and don't and, you think uh, they're having more fun on the edge than the actual game? Well, as Lizzie said, they're, they're able to talk yeah. without any time pressure. They don't have to be like, oh, quickly, we've got to go to a challenge. They're just, they're shooting the shit the whole time. Come on, that's, what, that's the sort of thing you say to each other to make you feel good. No one's happier they're on the fucking edge. No, but no, Leah, it's like it is confessional, though. Where would you be happily be, John? Would you rather be in the fucking game or on the I edge? I would, but, but they in... seem to be having a blast. I wouldn't be. You should have seen me when I got voted out of Drunk yeah, Fiverr. Like, like, oh my god! A bit of mess. Yeah. How happy Can we not talk about Drunk Fiverr, please? Yeah. Nobody cares. Can you say compare how happy Leah and JT are compared to how stressed Ethan and Danny are? And I, I quoted them because it's so funny. And Ethan's like, "I'm sick of this shit. It's fucking shit. I don't have enough time to think, let alone talk to people." And then he goes, "If there's some bullshit double elimination, I'm gonna be pissed." Yeah, he manifested yes. the double elimination. <laughs> this is Ethan's just life he yeah. just makes he makes calls like he yeah. does he did this on melbourne you know he said on the melbourne podcast a few weeks back <laughs> that they yeah. would get zero votes for the rest of the game including at final tribal council which was a look a hell of a call to make it like final nine or whatever he made it right yeah. uh, and then he's manifesting if this is going to be a double tribal like he's just on the money with all yeah. of these calls. I think it's the fact that he ingested like 50 seasons of Survivor <laughs> in seven weeks that it's all just like it's been fed into – it's like he's an AI. The Survivor yeah. was fed into his AI brain and it's now just genera generating ideas, Survivor <laughs> ideas. That Survivor ch chat GPT playing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and, and Danny, Danny, when Sam was like, should we throw a challenge? She's like, it makes me sick. I don't want to. And so I, I, I'm okay, loving that, it. That's, that's Danny, though. She doesn't, know, she doesn't give funny. anything less than 100% in anything. <laughs> yeah. So we got, we got TK here. He's called it the Fridge Alliance. It's not yeah, an alliance. Only one of you is coming back. There's no fucking alliance. Why is it the Fridge Alliance? Because there's because a fridge on AOE. On the edge. On the, edge. the fridge. Yeah. They found it. It's like it's like a thrown it's out like a bunch of episodes. It's like a broken. They looked under it today, looking for yeah. an idol or something. Yeah, they for some reason they all rushed to it, thinking that it was going to be a hidden idol or another advantage or something. I don't know, but it's not an alliance. One of you is coming back. That's it. There's they no don't alliance. know. This could be like drunk five, where everybody comes back. 
I thought we weren't talking about drunk Violet. I was using it as an analogy. Yeah, come on, guys. <laughs> it's a one-day game. You yeah, have every I'm person. I'm going Annabelle and, and keep you guys on target. <laughs> every person you eliminate needs to then get like bring back, get these get eliminated again. Like that's like that's you not you can't bring too many people back in a mm-hmm. in a one-day game. This, no, is, this is what I'm thinking. I'm amazed like, they did Edge of Extinction in a one-day game. Like that's. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think maybe the reason is like if you get voted out at like 8 a.m. in the morning, it kind of sucks, right? Like, how filthy would JTB without Edge of Extinction? <laughs> I, I agree. It's the, it's the right thing to have. And we've seen people get voted out first, and they're always incredibly salty, like incredible. And it gives them something. They're still on camera, they're still a character. It's more fun. Um, so. We talked about them, and then we get to the challenge. And well, the Lizzie big wanted twist. to know about the disadvantage, and then she was telling, explaining to Amanda uh, what the challenge was and how the gross food included a chicken's foot, and then she was like, yeah, it was fine. I like how <laughs> the chicken foot was the one she was like, you know, I'm not saying there's anything gross about the chicken foot, but of them all, it was probably the most, like, confronting because the other things were just chicken. <laughs> yeah. The other things were just regular food Duck. people eat all the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, Unless you're Eli. Yeah, of course. So Eli lives off uh, plain spaghetti and men arms. Um, so he's, they, a, he's, a, he's a steak and a parma kind of guy, I think, and yeah. that's it. Uh, so they um, have done the – they talked about the disadvantage, and they're like, why did you give it to um, us? And she said because there were more reds on that tribe, and she wanted revenge on red, which makes no sense because the blues were the power. one getting rid of that tribe. So I don't think Amanda well, she was had about thinking. ten seconds to make that decision and went, "Oh yeah, I'll get, I'll disadvantage the red tribe." Like, no. Yeah, wasn't thinking that one through. No. So we get to the challenge. They announce it's going to be um, a double. They they say a double tribal there, or do they just sort of announce it's going to be both? Both are going to tribal. Both, both, are, going both to tribal, are going to tribal. Not the combined thing. Um, yeah. And they, this is probably I would say one of the best challenges they've had all season so far. It's pretty yeah. standard. But it was good endurance. It was tough, and it played out really well in a television sense. It went out a long time for both both tribes, um, uh, and showed some really impressive efforts from a few people. Um, you know, Ethan was really really impressive. Malene was. I expected her to be. Uh, Shane, I expected to be strong, and Luke, um, but also Joseph was really really impressive. Yeah, jo- yeah. Jo- Joseph did really well. Um, yes, yeah, so they, they had to hold a ten kilo bag of sand. Can I just ask, sorry, how much did you guys have to hold over your head in Melbourne? I think it was, it was, was it five, five liters. Five liters, I guess. So five, five, liters. five kilos. But but, yeah, so but I it guess, made you guys look kind of pathetic, really. But I think I was but, terrified. I was going to spill it on myself at like sub zero degree temperature at three. But would you have died if you had ten kilos of sand over your head and dropped that on your head? That would hurt a lot more. I reckon I would have been. But, but it, it was giant puppies. You don't want to hurt the puppies. I think I would have done better with a bag of sand. Just saying. Uh, do so you nice. think, Lowe, and I think this is my issue with these challenges, not just Sydney, but Melbourne too, when they have a 10 kilo bag for every single person. Because do you yeah, think that's I said that on the Melbourne pod that it, it needs yeah. to be a percentage of the body Otherwise, it systematically disadvantages smaller people because you had all these women going like, "I knew I had no chance," and like, whatever. Um, but like, look at Leah. There's nothing of her. She's probably no, about four feet. Really, ten kilos. No, but yeah, yeah. So like, because in Survivor, they like 
make it proportional to your weight yeah. so they're kind of testing your strength to like size ratio um you, you then um, have to you know you're right that would be fairer you then need to go around asking a bunch of people their weight but Which I why is once. it so bad? Because in actual Survivor, not only do they weigh you before and after, but they film that and show that yeah. on TV and I to the whole it. of like I, Australia. So if I, we're okay you, going Survivor You now, were the person at Melbourne 4 that had to go ask everyone their weight. And I can tell you people were a little just, bit uncomfortable with it. But you, you, you can just go to the nearest like 10Ks or whatever because you, you make it like lift 1K per 10K you weigh or something. I don't know. But, but you, also, yeah. you didn't tell anyone what the weight was for. I thought yeah. you were going to like suspend us or something and you wanted they needed to know for like physics or oh, like yeah. strength. And so I was honest. If I'd known what it was, I would have told you much lighter. So you would have cheated. Got it. And that, and, bit, that, yeah. that, and that's allowable too. Then you've got someone who's got to filter out the sand and weigh it all to make sure it's the right amount. I don't Beautiful. think they did that. Uh, I think they just, they if just you want to do it fairer, if you want to do it fairer, and they put, they put 10 kilo bags, put them in pillowcases. They clearly didn't test this first because everyone was like losing it from the pillowcase. Yeah, they didn't need the pillowcase. If no. they wanted we also to go back fairer. to the immunity necklace. They had a replica from Survivor <laughs> Caramon. If you're going to pick a season of Survivor to have their necklace, which I love that idea, why would you pick Caramon? Pick a better season. I have like a the Micronesia one. Uh, what is Caramon for the viewers? Immediately that's the second fans versus favorites, where Cochrane won. Ah, yeah. but I, 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 I do love how it's like, hey, so we have two prizes. So we have like the replica the of like Survivor Caramon necklace, um, and then here you go, here's little Freddy. Like you can have his booby Freddy prize. Freddy sucks. <laughs> Freddy sucks. It's a shitty. Hey, look, he represents game. immunity. That's all it yeah. was. Um, um, I, I, I want to say the way it. to make it fair, that's before we go off the chart, the way to make it fair is to have an immunity for a man and immunity for a woman. Yeah. That's how you make it fair. I, I think the reason why, though, that they wanted to make it one per tribe was um, because of the way the twist worked. Yes, they hadn't announced the twist. But they, and I felt like they didn't want to do that, but, you know, that would have been the way to do it fairly. Yeah. But I don't yeah. mind. Whatever. It's cool. I'm down Berlin with says she had Ethan regardless until her bag fell apart. I believe it. I believe Ethan that. Was she, she, struggling. Looks, she, she was looks so there comfortable. She, she no was like issues. Statue of Liberty ready. She was looking yeah. like a boss. Yeah. Sam, is he saying he doesn't like me knocking Freddie or he doesn't like Freddie? What do you reckon? Um, mm. I don't know. He's upstairs in my house right now. I can ask him. Yeah. yeah. He's he's there, uh, I think. Ethan reckons he was going to win. Sure you were, mate. Yeah, there for the big birthday bash, for which yeah. I wasn't invited. I'm very sad about yeah. it. Very sad. If you're um, listening, Matthew that, P. Just because I feel like there might be a lot of Ethan bashing this podcast, I just want to, I just want to say that, you know, I was impressed with Ethan, how much oh, Ethan was fighting. Uh, Ethan just yelled downstairs, nobody likes Freddie, just in case anyone <laughs> um, okay, No one likes Freddie. Yeah, it sucks. Thumbs up. I, I, I actually quite liked that um, Ethan and Matt blindfolded themselves because um, I think, like, like Aside from the pain, a lot of like these challenges about concentration um, and not you know letting things slip and stuff. And I, I think, thought you know, it was more about the sun being in their eyes and they were oh, they were just okay. shading it. Yeah, because that's why oh. Christy turned around. Christy faced the other way, like Sam. Oh, okay, I, yeah. I I thought they were like you know when you close your eyes, you're like reducing the sensory stimulation. And you can focus just on like. Yeah. I mean, maybe they were doing that, but I just thought it was a sun thing. Okay. Yeah, I think it was a something, but I think there is an advantage in what John's saying in something like that that can help you take you out of the situation. Yeah. So big win for Ethan. 
Well, uh, I have the order point. of people dropping out. So we had oh, yeah. Danny dropped out first, and like it must have, must have been warm in the sun because Danny was like suns out, guns out. Ethan and Joseph are in t-shirts. Like yeah. they keep saying it's two degrees. Apparently not. So Danny dropped out first, and then immediately Leah dropped straight after her and beelined Danny to talk. So and I, she said in post, yeah. she said, she yeah, said post I, effect, well, she wanted to go and, and strategize with her. So yeah. she did. She's obviously then, like, I can't win this. I'm going to go yeah. chat to people. And I agree. Yeah. If you think you can't win, you might as well drop out early. You don't want to yeah. target yourself exactly. as a threat. Like you Marlene, know you can't I guess, win. Yeah. Well, I mean, so Marlene, then Matt dropped out. Yeah. Matt walked back to the red mat, and Danny was like, "Come over here and talk to us." So it's a bit of strategizing going on. Yeah. Then Michelle, Sam, Jazz, Christy, and they moved to one arm. Luke's bag was falling apart. Ethan was struggling. <laughs> Merlene is a boss. It's all over my notes. Then Shane dropped, and then Merlene awesome. and Joseph dropped almost at the same time. Ethan and Luke win. There's an interesting comment here from Joseph saying that uh, he and uh, Luke lasted a lot longer than it seemed ah. after Ethan dropped. And he mm. was trying to appeal to Luke to give him the victory. Um, you know, Luke, you're already a challenge threat. Uh, you don't want to be, look like a bigger one. Uh, let me have it. That's what Joseph's saying to Luke. And uh, Luke was having none of it. Because it's too late. Luke, right? It's like the Max and Brady thing where Max is like, I'm going to come second. And because yeah. I come second, no one's going to think I'm a if challenge threat. you're lasting threat. that long, you're both a challenge threat. I think, I and think now actually, you're the challenge threat that's not immune. Joseph winning or... Even doing that well is actually bad for him because his social game is so strong. Yeah. He's got the strategy, and now everyone's looking at him like, but he's also really good at that challenge. Like he almost beat Luke. Everyone expects Luke to do well, right? Yeah. And that's yeah. sort of Luke's thing, being good at challenges. But he's not really shown a lot of strong strategy. Doesn't say it's not there. He just hasn't shown it yet. And his social is good, but not amazing. So now um, uh, Joseph looks incredibly threatening. Like he looks like a triple threat. Yeah, and as Danny's gonna... saying, it was smart for Luke to win because they would have come for him without the necklace. And I hundred percent agree. He yeah. was the only other name I really heard the new Reds talking about, like like they were that they were genuinely considering. But he was immune. So wait, so, yeah. wait, no, well, Luke, Luke was a blue, a, a blue though, right? So do you think that, that Danny, Mich uh, Michelle, Sam turn on Luke? No, no, the, the new oh, Reds. The, sorry, the other Reds would have voted for Luke instead of Shane. All oh, right, Red yeah, tribe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, So when they were. When they were talking about who they were going to vote for, they were saying we want a blue, yeah, and Christy yeah, yeah. Jedi mind tricked them into voting for Shane. It's yeah, the only yeah, way yeah. I can explain it. Because she, but she, but like if they had said Luke Christy Poven, like yeah, right. Yeah, Whereas, like she yeah, didn't want it to be it, no, no. Danny. So, so, yeah, she didn't yeah. want it to be Michelle. She didn't want it to be Sam. But if they were like Luke, she's probably like yeah. All right, cool. Oh, yeah, well, right. we'll get to the vote, but, but we'll get there. Good, good, good job, Luke. Good job, Luke. You you needed it. You know, yeah. you want it. And then, we, and then we get to the twist, which, you know, first time in an LRG, similar things have been done on one-day trials. The infamous yeah. double urn has taken this to a new level. This is a simpler format, which I think makes a lot more sense. Um, yeah, I think it really worked. Everyone's there. Everyone votes. Top two goes. I think it really worked. I think it was a fantastic time to have it in the game. John disagrees. John doesn't like um, it. You don't like it? Too, no, too much? I have a Imagine. lot of opinions about this. Twist. I mean, I think yeah. like, like, um, I mean, I, yeah. So I have a few problems with this. Twist. One, it's unfair, and I'll go into it's unfair. But two, I think it makes bad TV because, and wait for this, I actually think we were set up for two really interesting tribals. Right. So on the post swap red, we're like, you know, 
before the thing, Ethan's going around going, no, we're sticking together, we're sticking together, we're sticking together, but that Christy's playing off each of the couples. And I actually think it would have been really compelling. Like, I really wanted to see what happens. Do the, do the red stick together? Which, no, which pair does Christy... Yeah, Christy I, I think so. I think Christy picks a pair too. But we're not even I sure which she pair she picks. I, I, I've been feeling that the whole time because we keep seeing her every episode after episode talking with Ethan and Matt, but then she's like, I don't trust them. So... You know, like it would have been really interesting to see. And then on the other tribe, it would have been interesting to see how they played around like nah, the idol. Piling like, on the They're just so, piling on the No, but like the oh, but the Shane, the Shane playing on Idol Leah. Like, I mean, I know I, I know we've said Shane's you know not strategic, but like, you know, if you imagine if he was, like he he technically has implicit you know immunity because he's got the known idol, right? So he could do like a poverty play where he's like, they're definitely not voting me because I've got the idol and they can't split. I'm going to play one out of um, Leah, one out of Joseph. He's not Fuck doing you. that. He's <laughs> not playing an idol for anybody other than I know, himself. I know, I'm just saying that, like, like, it just takes a lot of, like, you know, intrigue out of it. And I don't know. I, I have confidence. I really like this cast. Yeah, they're fantastic. Yeah. And I think, yeah. It is a good cast. But I but think I, you're, I think you're, I agree. You are postulating the best possible outcome of tribals we could have got from these two. And I feel I, like what we got was actually more interesting because it, I we think, yeah, it, the way this twist works, in. this twist rewarded good gameplay. It yeah, was only the, the better players yes. that were going to get through this. No, I I, I mean, it, the person who played amazingly, we'll get to that one out, but I think this twist actually really stifles gameplay because if everyone plays logically and we'll get to the people who don't play logically, like there is no way you can like do about it because having the top two vote getters in a two faction game just means each faction just goes for the there other. Isn't two factions. There wasn't like, that's necessarily the thing. two yeah. factions. And that's why you need to do it after a swap as well. So that there's yeah. essentially four factions. There's And it's also revealed blue, 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 red, 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 yeah. red, blue. It's also revealed that Joseph and Leah have in a way flipped to the blue. So the reds now have that information. Now yeah. they might say, look, we were just trying to fit in whatever, but that there is less of a red and blue thing now because of this vote. Even though and, and, and it was and actually I think that's only because they fucked up. Like and we'll, we'll get to that. But say like if if say like you know Danny say Danny um Michelle Sam and um and Luke, right? They're voting block of four. The way yeah. the numbers are, whoever they want gone goes, like unless the other person has an idol, because because like because two people go. It's not just one. It's not about having it's, the numbers. It's about because when you have that's just gonna be the same any at a normal tribal. No, no, because, because, no because in the normal tribal, only one goes. So, like, can you imagine, right? If like George, like hustles the numbers to get a majority to get David Zakharov out. But they're like, no, the top two people go. And so, like, Sam Webb can just, like, get vote out George even though he's got, not got the numbers. Like, that's that's it, a I, different scenario, though. That's in an individual game. When it's still tribe on tribe. Yeah. And it's tribe on tribe. It's tribe on tribe. It's, it's yeah, I, I think it's completely different. I think you could, you definitely can't do this after the merge. This is a definitely yeah. a pre-merge. No, I, I just feel you can cherry pick who you want. As, as long as you have like about four, right? You have about a third of the group. You can just cherry pick who, who you want because Danny, you will always guarantee. Should have gone and they didn't because people were because playing people, this. Yeah, Absolutely. But I'm saying logically, the twists actually, like, if people just play like normally, like, if people play normally, like, this tribe gets to vote out Merlene, the other tribe gets to vote out Sam. 
And like idols aside, there's nothing you can do about it. Like Sam could have just been like, "Oops, they put four votes but, on me." But what that isn't what happened because I don't know. But, but but I'm saying because people misplay. I, but that doesn't mean the twist is I, good. The, twi- I, the twist who, is Merlene and Jazz misplay. But other than them, who do you think misplayed? No. Ethan was like, Ethan Melina, Jazz, Melina and Jazz had great insight. It's just like, couldn't get Basically, the. We'll get to that. We'll, we'll, I think we'll jump into this bit. Let, let's, go, let's go through the scramble. But yeah, for me, the four Reds who were still on Red all played this terribly. Yes. I, I, don't, I, don't, I disagree. I think no. Ethan played it perfectly. Right, we'll, we'll get that. We'll get there. Let's go through the episode. Let's talk about it. In, in the context, we can bring the strat chat into the into the tribal and vice versa because it's all one thing, really. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about what Ethan did, which I think is fantastic gameplay. No, First I think of this all, is the worst move, of the, like the worst move of the yeah. game. And I no, I disagree thing. absolutely. I disagree. Okay. Yeah, you, you go first, okay? And then Jules yeah, and I will tell you why you're wrong. Robot. Everyone knows that he has safety without power. He needs to get rid of it at some point. He's decided this is the time to move it because he can save the only person he really trusts, Matty P. Matty P could be in some trouble without this advantage. And it's a good time for him to get rid of his advantage. Equally, first vote at merge could be a good time, but equally, first vote at merge could be a time where his vote is necessary. On this Sorry, one... I love, I love Joseph's little Simpsons reference. On, the worst on, move of the game so far. On, on this <laughs> vote, Ethan's vote wasn't needed. So no, he's so, not. Well, Jules and I aren't disagreeing about the safety without power. So, yeah, I think, like, I think yeah, you know, yeah, if you've so, got an advantage, get rid of it. That's, uh, that's yeah. fine. So, yeah, before I, I lash into Ethan, before I, I lash into Ethan, I'm going to say I was really impressed with pre challenge or how he was trying to like keep, you know, Merlene and Jazz, but also working with Christy. Great, mm-hmm. great move. Great hustle in the challenge. You know, you did well. You got the necklace that makes you look sexy as fuck. Good on you. Sexy and as then, fuck, yes. Yeah, um, and and then you um, and then you, you play the safety without power on Matt, which hundred percent I agree because you know there's only three like the uh, the Danny crew are definitely voting out you know not Christy, so they're voting yeah. out um, Matt, Merlin, or Jazz. So yeah, there's a one in three chance Matt Pitcher's going home. So you got to save your ally, and you know take the threat of the safety of the power. That all good things, Ethan. But then the rest yeah, of the Ethan, episode... Yeah, we do love you. Yeah, we, uh, love, like, we love I know you, you're Ethan. upstairs in my house right now. We do love you. So you're assuming, you're assuming that he wants Malene and Jazz still in the game. They don't fucking trust him. And maybe he's actually got a read on that, right? They think he's shifty as fuck. They need to go. They're going to no. be after him. I'm still defending right. Ethan. Then you okay. can have your moment, right? They need him to go. So... How anyone on that tribe is thinking about voting for Shane if they're worried about blowback is insane. Now, Ethan doesn't Christy care about... Christy told them it would be fine. Christy played this as well as anybody could have played this. Yeah. So uh, I'm not uh, denying Christy's play, yeah, but I'm yeah, just saying yeah, no. from Ethan's point of view, he's in a great spot now come next vote because he and Matt will just vote out Christy if they lose. They just will. Oh, yeah. so, but, but 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 it doesn't set him up for the game. Hey, so th- this is yeah, why he's going to be in the bad spot. No, I, I disagree because you've got these two people now who aren't who flipped on red, betrayed red, whatever. They're not with red. They got their own little thing going. It's just the two of them. I feel my final six is the final six. I'll lock it in. I've nailed it. I've nailed the final okay. six. Okay, but the problem with what Ethan did at tribal council is publicly announced Shane's idol, and like he basically baited 
the person he had voted for into playing an idol. Now, I think Shane probably was going to play the idol regardless, but if he was on the fence, Ethan basically convinced him to do it. While I'm saying he did it on purpose. No, no. No, no, no. he did not. So if we go back a bit, right, even the very first thing after the challenge, Ethan turns to the group and goes, we could vote out Shane, and if he doesn't play what he's got, he's going. And I'm just like, wait, so let's let's just take a step back and go, why? I think I've got like six dot points why it's, why it's a horrible move. So first rule of Survivor, you never pile the votes on the, on the person who has an idol because what happens if they play it? Now you have zero control and you give them all the control on who they want gone. If you can split the numbers, sure, put the, put the votes in them. If you can't split the numbers, you make them think they need to play the idol, flush the idol, but you put your votes on someone else because now you're just wasting your votes. You have yeah. no And they didn't even the consider the fact that the new blue tribe would be splitting. They yeah. were like, they're, all of their mm-hmm. seven votes are going to be on yeah. one person. Yeah, which so even if Shane sense. plays yeah. his idol, we'll vote again. Yeah. No. And, it and meant that the new blue tribe got the two people that they wanted. So I stand by. You're right. It's it's an absurd move. And Ethan doesn't give a shit because he's immune and he's saving Manny P. So he doesn't give a fuck which one of the other two they vote out. He is right on board with the absurdity of voting Shane. He's aware that Shane is going to play his advantage. Everyone in the world knows Shane is going to play his advantage. No, but we know, right? We know it's coming close to merge. They think it's the merge the next round even. And... Mm. Like, you need the numbers in the merge. Even if they're not that tight with Merlin and, and Jazz, they are numbers. They have zero relationship with Sam, with Michelle, with Danny, right? Why are they targeting an OG red when they're actually up 7-5 in the numbers, right? So they already know the other tribe isn't voting Christy. They're already losing one of their numbers. It could be Merlin or Jazz. So why would you just want to lose the other and make it 5-5 when you could just there's... take out... Sam, right? And also, who cares if Shane has an idol? Why are you so concerned about flushing an idol? That's not on your tribe. Is Shane going to use that idol to get you out? No. If he uses an idol, he's probably taking out a blue person or Leah. But, you know, um, like, it doesn't, like, why are you investing so much energy to flush this idol that doesn't bother you? Like, Malene uh, and Jazz, do not trust Ethan. And they're not your numbers when you've got, like, this level of mistrust. You, this is exactly what happened to me in playing with fire. I went in with numbers, but everyone didn't trust me for shit. And they threw me under the bus as soon as they could, even though you, John, had no numbers and were able to, as a small group, to get a few other people and build your way to the end. That is a better game than what I was doing. Ethan is playing a John-like quality game. No. I just feel, you, you touched on it before, I feel Ethan got a case of bad move artists, which is what happens when you win the necklace and you feel emboldened to assert yourself, knowing that you can't you know, bounce back on you on this round and you go, I'm going to like do this big thing I've been wanting to do. Uh, like I literally wrote, because I was trying to come up with all the reasons why it could be good for Ethan and I, and I couldn't. So I actually just wrote, does Ethan have penis slash idol envy? Because, like, <laughs> otherwise, like, what other ex- logical explanation Trust the psychiatrist to compare an idol with a penis. I also told Annabelle I wanted to channel, like, channel the Annabelle energy, and I feel like she would have come to the same conclusion. <laughs> that yeah. Ethan was just jealous Shane had something that, you know, and he didn't want Shane to have something if he was going to burn his safety without power. Yeah, no, the the person that we need to talk about here is Christy because oh, yeah. they, they all come together and they say, Christy, 
who of the original blues would you want to take out? She acted like she didn't know any of their names. She's like, oh, I can't even remember. Yeah. Like, can someone give me a photo? And yeah, then when they of- talked about Danny and Michelle, they said, oh, well, they're weak in challenges because they dropped out early. Yeah. How very dare Danny- you call Did you Danny Did Danny's not strategic? So yeah, she said strategic. she yeah. she played down. She, her two closest allies, Danny and Michelle. Yeah. She is there going, oh yeah, look, they're just floating through the game. They're not doing yeah, anything. No. Let's yeah. not worry about them. And then the Reds themselves said that they didn't want Sam out. They're like, oh, I really like him. I feel like he could mm. blindside me, and I wouldn't care. <laughs> so Christy just basically said, there's no one else over there that's worth voting for. Maybe yeah. Luke, but he's immune. So either we take out Shane, or maybe that short girl. What was her name again? Like. Christy knows the name oh. of every single person there. She probably knows their star sign, probably knows the name yeah. of their first pet. She probably hacked into their bank account with the amount of information she knows because yeah. she is such a good player, but she plays it down. hundred percent. Like I so I'm a filthy casual who's actually never seen Christy's season. So this How is my first you. time uh, first time getting to watch Christy. Um and like I, Just I understand. Watch your final tribal, I, I, that's all you need. Oh yeah, I've seen a little bit of her immunity challenge and, and the final tribal, but I haven't seen the rest of the season. Um, it's but it's like, but, the season yeah. is out of that's why I got told. But anyway, like I having getting He's to watch correct. her now, getting to watch her this season, I can say like I am a like massive Christy stand because like she just played it so masterfully that like like she like like she is literally playing like ten D chess while they're playing checkers because like. She just like she shouldn't have this level of power. She is the bottom on her first swap challenge, but she is just running rings around him. And as you said, like it's just the way like she says it. She's just like, oh, neither of the two girls are good at challenges. Oh, I don't think she's playing that hard. Oh, yeah, they just really chill. And like, and, and when they think, oh, maybe we should get rid of Shane, and she just like, but like without pushing it, she knows just the amount of level to push it. She's like, oh yeah, you guys aren't gonna be in trouble if you go for Shane. You'll be sweet. It literally, she goes, it literally will not impact you, but yeah, it's something you can play at the end. And it's like lies, 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 and they ate that up like Krishna eats Applebee's. Like, gosh, like she is so <laughs> fucking good. Uh, like it's just like like they don't even question. Like, could Christy be feeding us lies? You know, like, does she? No, she trusts us 100%. She'd only tell us She's with us at the merge. She's not going back to blue. The the absurdity of it is obviously that, look, Shane, any right-minded survivor player, anyone, in a a weird-ass tribal like that, where two people are going home, where you can go home with a minority vote and you have an advantage that could save you, you're going to play it. And they all know Shane has something. So the fact that she convinced them to not worry about that somehow, yeah. um, and I guess she thought, as they say, there was going to be... When I say the thing, they thought the Reds would vote for with them. If that was the case, what are we thinking? It's like an 8-4, and then maybe they thought the four but, Blues but, would but, vote but, for, but like... Why, but why do they think the Reds are voting as Jewel says, literally a challenge. Like, Ethan is throwing Shane under the bus. Like, this is like not even like normal. This is like a fucking like you know spaceship that he's been crushed under. Like, they're so obvious, and they look. They, you see them. They look at each other, going like, "Oh, like we're real. Like we're really not with them. Like, if there was any doubt whether like OG Red would like you know become like a faction in the merge, like Ethan just destroy that. And you can see that. Like, they literally just like they were the ones that voted Jazz out because they're like, yeah, we're not with them. <laughs> I actually um, ranked everybody left in the game in order of how well they played this round. Let me know if you guys yeah. agree with me. Number one is obviously Christy. Yeah. Hands down. Number two, I've actually got Luke. Luke was the first person we saw suggest the split vote. Yeah. 
From yeah, what we'll I saw, it was his idea. So then the next after that, I've got equal Danny, Michelle, Sam. They played this really well. I, and, next and, I've I think, got, and I think part of that is them making the Reds feel like they're with a, yeah. a United Seven. Like Shane thinks they're a seven. Yeah. No, he doesn't because Shane voted for Christy for some reason. Yeah. Hang on. I'll get to, I'll get to Shane. Confused, you know, like I'll get you. to Shane. Next, I've got Leah and Joseph. I think they didn't want to vote out Jazz, but they knew that it was the smartest move for them. They yeah. needed to go back with this group afterwards. They needed to be able to say, we voted how you said we did. Next, I've got Shane. Look, he played the idol. Well done. But he was the one vote for Christy. So, no. Nah, you need to vote with your group. Next, I've got Jazz and Merlene. Then Matt. Then Ethan. I think Ethan below there. Yes. He's still in the fucking yes, game. Yes. yes. But, no, Jules is 100% correct. And this is why she was the better drunk Viva player. But, like, Merlene. Oh, like, okay, I, no, I, I, I just I had a very yelled at me from upstairs. Um, I feel right. Like, I feel so bad for Merlene, right? Because the whole episode, Merlene has the right reads. She goes, we she want She is saying we need to vote out an original home. blue. She goes, why don't we just pick Michelle? Why is no one listening to Mer Queen? She's the only one Queen. of this tribe. Have Merlene, when you come on, you need to change your name to Mer Queen. Just as for Mer Queen, because, like, like I get your point. Maybe she has a better plan, but her plan no, didn't yeah, come. Yeah, because I mean, like, and the thing is, like, she had people to wouldn't go listen to her. People yeah. were dumb. She had to they go were along the with this, Yeah, she she had to go with this dumb as fuck Shane plan because like they needed Ethan because you know Ethan's sending Matt away, so they already lost a vote, and Ethan's refusing to vote anyone but Shane. So Merlene and Jazz, who won a vote out of blue, can't do anything with their two fucking votes. Right. And right. like let's let's bring in let's bring in the guests, right? They can yeah, I'm sure they've got a lot to say Now bring them in together because Jazz yeah. and McQueen have been uh together in this game from day minute, win at one, day one, linked yeah. together, voted the same all the time, on the same tribe the whole time, and have now been booted at exactly the same time. So they are two peas in a pod. We're gonna bring them in together and we'll get their takes. Let's bring in uh Jazz and McQueen. Hey! Hey! Welcome, welcome. Hello. Thank you. Thanks. Hi, Jazzy. So, at, at what point Rob, did Rob. you? At one point, did it dawn on you that voting for Shane was an incredible mistake? <laughs> I don't even know how we got there. <laughs> uh, we we were kind of pushed into that a little bit by. Um, Christy's Jedi magic, right? Mm. <laughs> because she was only going to vote with us if we didn't vote for one of the OG Blues. I didn't want to have Shane or Leah out, so it really only, uh, sorry, I didn't want to have um, Joseph or Leah out, so it really mm. only left Shane. Mm. And we kind of assumed that Shane didn't know enough about the game that maybe, <laughs> and we, we only thought he had one advantage, that he might still sit on it until after merge. So mm. it was just a risk that we kind of had to take. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Until on he reflection. Said his big mouth at tribal. Yeah. Oh, I know. He just buried us. <laughs> just yeah. Love you, Ethan. But yeah, seriously. Because if he if, if he had said to to Shane, oh we're actually voting out of blue, would Shane have played the idol, do you think? Yeah, he had two. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. so. And Knowing that he had two yeah, he, he had, he had, had so many yeah, that, like yeah. Yeah, we, we had no idea he had that second yeah. one. So um, yeah, we had no idea what we had. I want to backtrack um, something on there. You say Christy said, I'm not voting for a blue, yet she's completely trying to say that she's with you guys and not with the blue, but I'm still not going to vote for a blue. Um, 
but but you didn't need a vote. Like the four of you is enough. Even the three of you. The three of you is enough. Yeah, you guys yeah. could have should have said to her, "We will vote Shane, and then go and vote for not Danny, Danny because don't vote out yeah. Danny." Yeah. Danny, Sam, Michelle. True. You know I mean? like, yeah, true. Three. But then then we would have lost Christy. Because Christy wouldn't have come back with yeah. us if we'd have gone against that. Just so. for Christy, really. That would have been a Christy because Christy's supposed to be with you and not the blue people. So yeah. what? What she, she care if you vote out a blue person? She's that good. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, so in hindsight, when we're watching, when I was watching it back, just watching how she was talking about Danny and Michelle, I was like. Oh my god, she full freaking played us, and I didn't even notice while I was in the game. Yeah, it was crazy. It was downplaying them so hard. Besides that bit we saw, had she been doing a lot of work in besides that little clip in downplaying blue members? Or was that I the don't first think time? So it? much with me. We didn't have a strong connection as what probably Merlene had with her, mm. um, and she was probably closer with the boys. Um, don't get me wrong, I'm a fan, but I wasn't fangirling like the rest of the cast was. But <laughs> you weren't doing a Maddie P of. <laughs> no. Is, his mouth is just always like fixed in that position. You, you just, there's on the next Pretty time much. on you yeah, like like, double one for like I think seeing that both of you are gone. It's like a double double shot of the so you weren't fangaling over a jazz, but you were a little bit malign <clears throat> in the confessionals. Were you playing it cool, like with her a bit? Do you think you were playing it cool enough with her? Oh yeah, sure. And and re- even at the right at the beginning of the day when we were chatting before the game actually started, um, we we sort of just had a bit of a connection. Well, I thought we did, but she probably felt that with everybody, right? Because that's how good she is. Um, and then um, we had. Uh, we we both had talked about trying to get Ethan out, and I don't know if you noticed during the challenge we faced each other and we had a little bit of a chat. Yeah. And I because we knew that we needed Ethan not to win that immunity. Yeah. And as soon as I said I've got this, she dropped. Yeah. Um, so we'd sort of made um, a bit of a pact with that. She was like, I'm trusting you to do this so that we can mm-hmm. get Ethan out. So that was definitely on the cards. Um, so, so, so Millie, do you think if it was a normal like uh, like double tribal but like separate? Do you think Christy yep. would have gone with you and Jazz and voted out Ethan? Uh, yes. Yep. Oh. I do think no, that. But then Ethan maybe – he probably doesn't play safety without power because he's just abandoning that. So he probably lets it go. So you think Christy was with you guys and not with Ethan? Yeah, I'm pretty sure she was with us. Yep, for sure. Yeah. Well, I I, I'm I've been me. saying this all episode that you guys didn't trust Ethan at all. Like See, you just I, disagree with that. I disagree with that. I actually had no first with Maddie. Maddie was the first person to come up to me and chat to me about an alliance and then yeah. Ethan. Then Merlene and I got a connection and we obviously definitely bonded. And so I still had trust with the boys, probably mm. more so than what Merlene did because I had an earlier relationship with them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, think I was see- – sorry. Yeah, you, go, you go, Merlene. How are you yeah, feeling yeah. About um, so saying I had a good connection with Maddie P to begin with as well. Um, so it was sort of almost like – it was like Amanda 
and like Jazz and myself and Maddie P. And mm-hmm. then Ethan kind of connected himself to Maddie P. So, Matt, uh, so yeah, so Ethan sort of came with Maddie P. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. but he was just right from the beginning. Ethan was just so all over the place. <laughs> it, was it was like the salad that comes with your parma. You don't really want it there, but it's all about it. Ethan's head here had. He didn't have individual immunity, he would have played my advantage. But would you have done that on a five person tribal where, you know, potentially Christy is a swing vote between you and uh, Matt and Meline and Jazz and therefore abandoned, basically abandoned Maddie P to death? You let us know. I think it would depend actually on, on Christy because I think Christy's good enough. She could have convinced Ethan that she was 100% with the boys mm, and yeah. then voted Ethan. Mm. And Ethan would have voted home she wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. It would have been completely her call. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, going so, back to that, Aveline uh, and Jazz, you said that at the start you were really tight with Amanda uh, and Matt. And, and I saw that, that uh, it seemed like that in the episode too. So, like, how did it happen that, like, Amanda <laughs> just thrown aside? <laughs> <laughs> that was really interesting. We was also sitting right down the other end and it just yeah. came past whisper like basically Chinese whispers, vote for Amanda. And that's yeah. all it was. Plain and simple. And so you guys yeah. didn't know you were in a bit of an alliance where they were like, Yeah, whatevs, cool. That's not us. Well, yeah, exactly. We like, I mean, even though you say we were in a tight alliance, like this was vote two, so we'd probably mm. known each other for the sum total of like an hour. Yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> And I just, it was such a confusing, like, I wasn't sure who was voting for who with the split. And so when I was presented with a plan that all three people to my left when I was sitting at Tribal were voting Amanda and they said to vote Amanda and then I was sitting next to Maddie P and I thought Maddie P will go with me because we'd already talked about um, connecting and working together. Um, So I sort of went, well, there's a majority. It's not me. Um, I'm just going to go with it. So yeah. that's what that's what happened. But yeah, mm-hmm. it was Leah that turned it all around. Apparently, with those three on the way to tribal. Yeah. And then once they got to tribal, Aline's frozen. Oh. You jump in, Jazz. Yes, yeah, your turn. Once they got to tribal, I don't know. I don't even know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard someone else's name that wasn't mine and was sweet with it. Yeah. 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 Now, do you guys obviously you shouldn't have the Shane vote out was was a a misplay, but did you looking (laughs) back think that maybe you should have had a swipe at Ethan or Matt um, uh, when Lizzie and Christy were there, for example? TK is probably the right play regardless there, but do you think you should have maybe made a move then, or or do you think you're happy with the move you made? I don't um, think um, I don't think it showed how close the four of us actually were. Mm. Um, it wasn't like even though we were two sets of twos, we were actually quite a tight four, oh, and we okay. did discuss everything yeah. together. So, yeah, it was yeah, it yeah. wasn't really. Well, is there a chance then that the four of you would have voted out Christy if you'd gone to a normal tribal? I think that would be potentially on the cards. Merlene? I think the boys yeah. would definitely, yeah. and it'd be me and Merlene battling it out whether to move <laughs> Christy or Ethan. <laughs> Merlene doesn't seem very confident that she would have voted out Christy at that point. I was just, uh, like, I was a bit cognizant of um, the four of us. Like, 
I wanted to get to merge, but I, it was sort of like a bit boring for me to stay with the same four people, and I kind of was just wanting to spice it up a little bit, chaos. which was why. You want the chaos. Merqueen of chaos. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, right? Like, this cast is amazing. Like, I think, like, the, if, if, you, if you trust that the cast will cause the chaos itself, you don't have to add these twists to artificially create the chaos. Well, so I actually I, had I, I did approach Jazz that when we were voting out Liz and I said, do we go with the girls here and vote Ethan out here? Um, and it was Jazz that pulled me back into line and said, no, <laughs> it's not the right time. We'll do, it. we'll do it next time. We'll do it next time. And of course, next time was this <laughs> yeah. big train wreck of a tribal and it yeah. never happened. Melina, <laughs> uh, I think... You and then we wrote this up on the uh, original sort of cast assessment, and if I and maybe episode one and correct me if I'm wrong, but you decided to lie about your your job. <laughs> Either you felt that yeah, yeah. being a successful business owner would be too confronting for the rest of the <laughs> young people in the crowd. Is 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 that right? Well, I just I knew I'd be a little bit older than probably most of the cast, um, and so I just wanted to. Yeah, I just wanted to be something really relatable um, and, and I wanted to be approachable um, and I just wanted to have a bit of fun. Like I wouldn't do that on a like a 39-day-plus game yeah. for playing for half a million dollars. I wouldn't do that. But for a one-day game when, seriously, we all kind of went, oh, what do you do, what do you do? And then it was like game on. So <laughs> no one really talked about mm. what we would we did during the day very much at all. I didn't actually all, so. know any of that until we had coffee. <laughs> About <laughs> months later. So what, what did you, you thought? What, what were you telling people you were, Melanie? An instructor. A swim instructor. Swim instructor. So, Jazz, you were just and like, I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we were sitting down to like, go. <laughs> I was writing in, like, oh my God, you don't know yet. I, that's you're not like, what you're I do. You're lying to me. <laughs> yeah. Melanie, do you think, because you were saying that, you were like, oh, like, I'm actually like a physical beast in this game. They're going to target me. Do you think now that you're like a professional swim instructor, do you reckon that adds to how like much of a physical challenge beast you'll be? Oh, well, the, the problem was when we um, introduced ourselves, I said, oh, look, I'm I'm just a swim instructor, but in my spare time I run ultra marathons. And I think that was probably my downfall. I just could have left it. <laughs> Look, and I'm guessing there right. wasn't going to be an ultra marathon in a one-day game. I think well, you were true, safe there. true. But after that, they kind of went, oh, and then they started because, like, really, everyone's saying, "Oh, she's a beast," but I didn't win anything except for I picking did... up lots of eggs at the beginning. So yeah. I did one. But I think yeah, though, if you. As you mentioned, you you were older than the other people on the tribe. I think if you are someone who is in your mid twenties, then you want to hide your challenge ability. But if you, as you said, if you are coming in older than everyone else in the tribe, they you might get targeted. So if you can say, "I'm actually, I'm actually quite a strong player," then that's that sort of negates yeah. that. And yeah. that that was my thought process. But again, <laughs> oh, <laughs> thanks, Sam. <laughs> Maybe just drop the ultra. Like, you don't need to stay with well, you probably just said, oh, yeah, I, I do like fun runs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Ultra but again, is... how far is an ultra marathon? Is it like a is it 70 um, or 100? Well, the, the week before, I'd run a 100 kilometer ultra marathon and I'd come second. So, in how long? Still... What sort of time? Um, I'd run it in 12 and a half hours. So you, That's insane. I would probably yeah, take about 100 kilometers. I'd probably take about yeah. two weeks, 
this would be my best time. <laughs> I'd probably like, die. Like, let's say you do Ironman tri- triathlons. Just say you do triathlons. You don't need to say you yeah, did the I Ironman. Know. <laughs> I know, that. I know, I know. But, you know. I'd I probably, like, I do CrossFit but, once a week, yeah. you know. Look, I, I think some yeah. people shine really brightly and you just can't hide how, how much they sparkle. Exactly, John. Yeah. Exactly, right? <laughs> and there's John who also lied about his occupation. Yeah. This is a full of people who lied about their jobs. The, these LRGs, I'm, I'm quite new to the whole idea of this. So um, I've always thought about it as how would I play a 39-day game and being an older contestant I think I'd have to go in there and prove my physical prowess yes. because like Agreed. traditionally um, mm. older women get voted off because they're physically weaker and so yeah. I was bringing that mindset into this one day game um, because I hadn't had a lot of exposure to this sort of stuff um, so again probably not the best thing in a one day game but anyway it was no, it think, was I think that's smart I, I just good strategy it's like knowing your archetype right it's like Janet when she's like I have to be like the fire setter in, in like the you know yeah. cat mum because they're gonna see me as an older lady but you know I don't want to see that yeah. And, 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 did you come in with some strategies, some ways you were looking to play the game or you just sort of like felt it as you went? Was that to me? Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well it's weird actually because I always sort of see myself as being able to manipulate a little bit. I turned into some fully honest person that could not lie to anyone. <laughs> And everyone up front exactly what I was doing. It was terrible. <laughs> had you had any experience, anything like this with an org LRG, anything? No, nothing. So I watched Survivor I have since I was a kid, but that's about the extent of it. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's I think, so yeah, there's, there's a real difference to someone who's played even an org before. It makes a massive difference in how you approach the game. So mm. hopefully you get a second chance to play again and you can you can learn from your mistakes. Jazz for Edge of Extinction returning. <laughs> I, I remember I remember going on Melbourne and I thought, I've been watching this since like I was in high school. I'm going to be so good. I've got all the plays. And and then you get there and you're like, I've got nothing. Like this is falling apart immediately. I'm doing everything <laughs> that I told myself yeah. I shouldn't do and I'm suddenly oh, yeah. doing it all. What's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was me. My, my first yeah. one-day trial game, I was like, I am the ultimate super fan. I'm a walking encyclopedia of Survivor. I know everything there is to know. Third <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think it's hard because, time. like, and what was that? I play football in my spare time, and when the soccer challenge came up, I was like, "Sweet, I've got this." Two seconds later, I was on my ass. And I was, <laughs> <laughs> it was a weird game of soccer, Jack. Who were you against again? Sorry, who were you against in the soccer challenge? I was challenge? against Jenny. <laughs> oh, yes. oh yeah. So, so Jazz, I, I think um, I just want to have like a, a, a um. To fight you on one little thing. You you said Danny was the weakest that we should vote her out. And I'm like, one on ones. I had no idea about Danny because I'd had about a two minute conversation with her at yeah. the beginning of the game. Gotta watch out for Danny. <laughs> and just like like in regards to how we were working out who we were gonna vote with and stuff, like seriously, because we'd gone tribal to tribal to tribal, our heads were just absolutely yeah. spinning yeah. and yeah. it was hard enough for us to remember each other's names let alone <laughs> yeah. the names on the other tribe and we just needed a break like the time pressure was so yeah. intense so I'm yeah. not surprised that we made the stupid mistake of yeah. voting for Shane because we were just yeah. our brains were just mushed by yeah. this yeah and like really the three of us have, have all played in a, 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 a three-day LRG 
And even that feels like mm. a, a tremendous time pressure. One day, I can't even imagine how you guys did that. Oh, it was insane. Yeah. It was just it was crazy. Yeah, it was I really Ethan's comment, couldn't tell that Jules loves Danny. Oh, well, I do. Yeah, and, and, and I think, like, especially for, for you, Jazz and uh, Melina, that you went to, like, every tribal except the um, the first one, right? The very so first then, one, yeah. Yeah, you didn't have time, really, to, like, decompress a vote, right? It's just, like, challenge, like, scramble, vote, repeat. Yeah, there was no then. real social conversations. Yes. It was all, yeah. no, what are we going for next? Yeah, and, that's, and that's what happened to John in, in Melbourne, if you watched it. He, he went through that very same experience. So he absolutely knows... Yeah. He, and, he, yeah. and I can tell you he's complained about it at length, uh, how painful it was going back to back to back to back. So I've heard it. I hear you. I know what yes, you're saying. Yes, but, you know, he won. Yeah. But, yeah, but, but what, what I'm saying is, like, and, like, but I, I think our rounds are probably more spaced out because it was yeah. over a longer period. So, like, yeah. I can't imagine how, mm. you know, stress. Like, you're kind of just trying to survive, right? And so if you hear a, a name that's, like, not you and, like, yeah, that works oh, for me. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like, like sometimes, exactly. sometimes, like, that just seems really enticing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even some of the votes, like Lizzie voted for me a couple of times and TK, mm. like, I copped a few votes, but I got out of those tribals and I didn't even have time to process who the hell had voted for me. I just had to <laughs> let that go and yeah, yeah. go to get to the next thing, so. But that's a good thing because it's never really great to obsess about who voted for me? Who put my name yeah, down? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we love you. Always result. People don't like it. You just got to sort of like be chill because you know what? You didn't get voted out. There wasn't a majority on you, but it's oh, very it's hard. Okay, I, I find. just my yeah. name came up. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Then inside, is there anyone who would have dares vote for me? Yeah. If you um, you know, if if. The numbers worked out better. You, you know, you guys merged, which you, you might still make when you come back. Is there anyone you thought, like looking on the other tribe, that you were like, I really want to work with them, and I, um, but they just happen to be on the other tribe? I'd literally said two words. Like we had those few minutes before the game started, mm. we were having breakfast, mm. and you do the like all the niceties, like hi, yeah. my name is blah blah, and this is what I do, where I'm from, but there's no real depth to the conversation. Mm -hmm. So in hindsight, like really, I knew nothing about any of the the blue team. So yeah, yeah. Well, same. I just you guys are the sort of people yeah. that look at people and make a judgment. I, I didn't. I no, didn't no. get a good vibe from either Michelle or Danny. So I don't <laughs> think I would have. Um, I, I would have gone more for the boys, but then they no, were like close they were to the boys. So yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know how that would have shaken up, but we we seriously had zero time with them. So. Yeah. It was, yeah, hard to say. How much mm. was a Shane of an enigma to play with? <laughs> <laughs> I look after Shane's kids now. He's okay. my child care centre. Oh. Said like right. five words to him during the game and yeah. have had many conversations since then. In the game, you couldn't get anything out of him. Saying you're oh. a chatterbird, by the way, now. But in the game, oh, my gosh, he was like talking to a brick wall essentially. Yeah. So mm. So are his yeah, kids watching then? And, 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 and like, do they know that you tried to vote Shane? Yeah, out? His, his kids didn't see me on there. <laughs> <laughs> did they mention that because he said he was showing the kids. Did yeah. they Why do you hate yeah. my dad? <laughs> <laughs> He's all right now, <laughs> and he trusts me now because I look after yeah. his kids. Hmm. Uh, so what you're saying yeah. is you need to play with him again? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Because he's such an idol so he just finds them like. I know. Does he watch Survivor now? 
Yes. No idea. No idea? I think so. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Might have been a good move to watch some before you played, but, you know, that's. Hey, no, it's working out for him. I, I Maybe still, he would yeah, have yeah. found the three idols if, if he had known. Because, like, you know, he was just looking for, what is it, his drink bottle or something? Yeah. I, feel, and you... I feel that a, a super fan with three idols would be too tempted to want to do something, like, really big with it. He's just he's just going to play it for himself when he needs to and just keep yeah. rolling through. He's going to get to merge thing. and then he's going to have the legacy advantage at merge and then he's got yeah. two idols to get through. The, oh, no, he's only got one left. And right, then one more left. But yeah. he'll be able to the legacy and go, that's actually what I got at the start. And then I'm good now. I've got nothing. And everyone will be like, oh, yeah. And then he'll go find the merge idol. In, in the episode, this this episode, when Blues were all standing around talking and, and strategizing, I was actually quite surprised that Shane had quite a bit to say about yeah. what they were going yeah, to do. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, go you. Like he was obviously learning on the run and picking yeah. it up really quickly. So, um, yeah, I thought that was interesting. So have you guys uh, enjoyed watching it back? Have you had a good experience generally? Felt good about your edits? Had a good time? That's yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. And not only that, you get to meet people you never would have met. Mm. And and mm. it is like some weird-ass little survivor family got out a little track going and <laughs> yeah. sometimes I really feel like parenting people but I leave it be. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> it, it, you're absolutely right. It brings people from all walks of life, different uh, parts of the country, different jobs, different ages, and just lets you really get to know people that are outside your bubble, which is really hard otherwise in life, and, but so mm. important to get yourself in a position to understand different people's perspectives and their mm. lived experiences. Um, and where else are you going to do that in life? Yeah. And it's always just so supportive and positive. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And also, like, but just the, the um, like, applying process and just looking at who you are and how you play. Mm. It's like a holding a mirror up to yourself and, mm. like, just assessing where you are in life and what your values are and, and all that sort of stuff. So I think it's really cool to do that. Mm. Yes. And, yeah. and I think, like, you know, I guess we're all, like, you know, older than the age that Ethan considers to be, like, you know, not ancient. And I think at our age, like some, I mean, actually, Merle, you run ultra marathons, but sometimes, like, a lot of us, we don't do, like, new things that often. So, it's you know, I think it's, mm. like, it's such an adventure to, like, put yourself, like, out of, you know, what you do day to day, like, and, and you know, test yourself. and Because, um, you know, yeah, you know, as you said, Jazz, like, you thought, like, you know, like, Maybe I could really lie. <laughs> Maybe I'm going to be honest. You never know until you I can you're like, lie. I can <laughs> lie. Trust me. Carol, <laughs> really in a game. I believe it. Parents come in to pick up their kids. She's like, I don't know how he got hit on the head. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, that's what it was like with my child care pickups. What's this thing? I don't Would you guys play uh, again? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's really it was it's been lots of fun and, and this like the the pulling apart of it afterwards has actually probably oh. been for me even more fun because it was just yeah. so intense on the day that you just like it, yeah, it was it just intense but then yeah. like being able to sit back and and have a bit of perspective and and then meet the people not under that time pressure yeah. and um it's just been really cool. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for both coming on here and chatting with us about your experience. Um, you're both going to be on the edge of extinction. Maybe one of you makes it back. Obviously, we don't want to know that now, but if that's the case and we get to 
re-interview you again down later in the season. That would be fantastic. My money would probably be on McQueen to win a challenge if it's you know in any way running or strength uh, because she's obviously a beast. Uh, no offense to you, Jazz. Uh, I think you know we've seen what McQueen can do in action. Um, and uh, you know, like, so I'm hoping to see that. But you know, uh, I'm glad that you'll be on our screen some more through the edge of extinction, and then obviously into the jury phase if. Um, Oh, I get grilled by JT as soon as I get up there. That was entertaining. Oh, yes. <laughs> that is not salty at all. Not, not salty at all. Is this the first conversation you're having with JT? Because you haven't actually like uh, interacted with him yet, right? Um, look, in the chats, we say I say small things, but I'm not really on there a lot. I'm. Yeah. I just read and carry on with my day. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, what, what I mean is, like, when you met him on Extinction, was that your first meeting with I JT? did have a chat. To, I was the first one to arrive in the morning oh. because I live in the mountains. So yeah. Yeah. it was easy for me to get there quick and early. And so I actually spoke to pretty much everyone as they turned up and had a mm. little bit, and he was intense. But, yeah, <laughs> good guy. Yeah. Well, I look forward to being intense with you at the edge of Extinction. That's gonna, yeah. he's, good, he's good TV there. He's giving us some real, real oh, daily lives. Um, so thank you very much for both coming on. Thank you for playing and thank you for everyone on the chat for contributing live and for those that will listen to this after wherever they listen to their podcast. We'll be back next week, next Thursday, to discuss the next episode and I can gush more about how good Ethan is and Jules can tell me he's not. Um, <laughs> thank you so much, Jules, for being here. I'm sure it was hard to come on after I got further than you and Drunk Driver. Uh, and, John, thank you very much for coming on to share your wisdom after your big mm -hmm. success. I'm sure you're riding high on glory at the moment. Um, so thank you, everyone. Uh, check out the next episode this Sunday and then we'll see you all next week. You all have a safe week. See ya.